0: My guest this episode is the divine Kerry Krieger. She's had 10 years working in health retreats. She's an acupuncturist with a deep knowledge of Chinese medicine. She's also developed her own treatment style called Rocky Puncher, which is a combination of acupuncture and hot rock massage, which is absolutely divine and amazing. She now works with executive women who are dealing with that sense of overwhelm and how they can get through that. I know because she's been my health coach for the last 18 months and has got me through some of those overwhelming states. I know you're going to love Kerry because I love Kerry and everyone who meets Kerry loves Kerry. Kerry Krieger, welcome
1: welcome to the booth. Great to be chatting with you. Thank you, Alison. It's super to be here. (laughs) Alison. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I think that's the only time I've ever called you Alison call in up. the history of our friendship. Okay, so that's that an moment. No, no, no. Done. <laughs>
0: done, done. It's so unusual. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's Alison? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Oh, awesome. Awesome to be hanging out. Look, I want to, so you've worked in retreats all around the world. Is that right? Yeah. You know, I a I have, I have, so I'm wondering yeah. if we could start there. If you could just, I don't know, in. 30 seconds on less, but tell us a little bit about what is life like on a retreat? Because I reckon plenty of people have heard about them, health yep. retreats, that is. Yeah.
1: What's it like? Look, it's different for every guest going, but I think most people are going to literally retreat. So they're looking to, let's be honest, try and get away from everything else in their life, trying to access themselves, trying to get help on food, diet, lifestyle, mental health. Um, And mostly these days it's an incredibly luxurious, very, very um, comfortable experience. So there's really nothing that you have to do. Sure, you're asked to get up early and you're asked to do exercise and you're shown why those things are helpful. Um, But in all honesty, it's... A beautiful way to get back in touch with yourself, to take some time, to eat some really good real food, to see the sunrise, to see the sunset, um, and all of those things help us, like I say, get back in touch with ourselves, back in touch with what's really important for us and taking some of those skills home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like it's almost like the ultimate reset. When life's busy and crazy, this is space to yeah. really unplug yourself completely. Yeah. Yep. And, and hit reset again. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So your
0: background is you're an acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. You've developed your own treatment style called Rocky Puncher, which is yep. amazing. I've, I've been on the receiving end of that yep. and it's incredible. What got you
1: into acupuncture? Look, to be honest, I was... 18 and I simply followed my nose, followed my heart, and fell into it. Um, which is not the super exciting story that lots of people often have when they have experienced a health issue or some kind of personal life um, situation where they go seeking answers. Um, but it's certainly something that, in hindsight, I reflect upon and. Think that sometimes you are just literally drawn to and end up being totally where you're meant to be. And at 17 or 18, if you can I can't even recall what it feels like to have been 18, but that's literally the age I was when I just there was no plan, there was no life plan, there was no really super thought-out goals. I was just following my little heart in my little hippie world that I Mm -hmm. was in at the time. And that's where it took me, and twenty odd years later, um, it was a pretty bloody good decision.
0: Yeah, awesome. So it's obviously been something you've continued to follow. Yeah. And at the moment, you work obviously you work in the retreat, but you also do other work and work with I know very busy uh, executive and mostly women. Mm-hmm. What are what are some of the biggest challenges that you're finding with the with the women that you're connecting with and treating and and supporting?
1: Look, when I first started treating with the Rocky Puncher um, treatment that you um, have had yourself and experienced, mm. um, I was suddenly thrown into the world of very burnt out, stressed out, tired, exhausted, um, yeah, corporate ladies um, seeking answers, um, hands in the air going, we can't do it all, this isn't working, um, there are things that are starting to you know crack and really crack badly whether it's within their health within their work within their partnerships um yeah friendships marriages children all of that stuff there were cracks starting to show and they would turn up on my treatment table literally in tears totally exhausted um going where to from here um, and so that was really a wake up call for me, at, as it was for them, totally different sides of the coin, but that there was a need out there to help um, bridge that gap between where people were, where people needed to be, and the whole skill set in, in between of, of how the bloody hell do we do that, you know? Yeah.
0: Why do you think women get to that point of absolute utter exhaustion?
1: Like what what gets in the way? Um, Look, I think culturally there has been a really big turning point where, you know, and lots of people have talked about this to a much better degree than I'm going to be able to hear, but um, there's been a real sense that we have to do it all, that we can't share the fact that um, it's hard or we're not coping or that we actually want, you know, and need eight hours sleep. I mean, oh my goodness! You know, it's almost like we have to just, you know, quietly whisper that.
0: You know, yeah, you get it once a year, right, around yeah. Mother's Day, and that's yeah. it. Like otherwise, yeah. four hours, suck it up, going. And there's a
1: huge amount of shame that is, you know, packed in on top of that that stop women from asking for help, um, even from within their absolute, you know, closest circle. So. That's what I could see being the outside point of view. They were able to tell me all of these things. Um, and, and you know, it was, it was a very you know, clear um, line in the sand that was happening in lots of different areas of corporate world.
0: So from your experience, if someone is in that space where they're, they're actually listening maybe to this podcast and going, man, that's me, like I'm in complete mm. kind of overwhelm, what would be, say, three things that you would encourage them to tackle straight off the bat?
1: Straight off the bat um in absolute crisis point i and i know i've had this conversation and shared with this with you and lots of other um people in general just draw a circle around what's super, super important. So there's you and your partner and your kids, maybe your cat or your dog (laughs) in that teeny, 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 tiny little circle. And then go out from there and putting everything else all the way to the ironing at the very last circle and everything. Oh, ironing's not even in my circle. You know, we've had that conversation. (laughs) Life is too
0: short for ironing. (laughs) Exactly.
1: But some people are still stressing about the ironing. So we put that on the absolute outside yeah. circle and we outsource or just stop doing everything in the outside circles. So, you know, that, that might take a little bit of a um, process, but there'll be two things that are already on the outside that in that panic moment, you're still thinking that you really need to be doing and it's not essential at all. So, th- you know, those things um, take them straight off. Um, and two are the really, really genuinely simple things, and you will probably roll your eyes when you hear them, um, but they really genuinely help, is stop and breathe. So whatever you're doing right now, when you're hearing us chatting, you might be sitting in the car, you might be sitting at the kitchen, uh, you could be sitting at a um, desk somewhere, close your eyes, put your hand on your tummy and take two slow, deep breaths in. Yeah. Um, Because once we breathe there... Out of our chests, we are helping to switch off fight or flight. Once we start switching off fight or flight, we actually can then access bits of our brain that we didn't have access to when we were in fight or flight. I mean, that's actual science. We don't have access to those bits of our brain that say we can stop and make a different choice in this moment. Um, And the other thing is just um, drink more water. Everybody says it. Yeah. Nana says it probably. <laughs> Roll your eyes. Fill up your drink bottle anyway. Yeah, um, and
0: I think that's what you beautifully tie together with your experience and background, and obviously with a connection with Chinese medicine. Understanding our internal organs is is actually looking at these the body function, how that mm. connects with our mood, our thinking, yeah. all of that kind of ties in so tightly together. Um, and you're right, you're right. I mean, we've told we know what to do, right? We know we need to be sleeping more, we should be exercising more. And, and it also, I think, uh, and I put myself in this boat, it feels like that's just another thing on my to-do list. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, there's there's been, I think, a little bit of a... Um, Backlash around that, too, in as much as, oh, for God's sake, so now I've got to drink a green smoothie whilst I'm yeah. walking the dog, whilst I'm <laughs> meditating, whilst my I'm perfectly balanced quinoa uh, salads, yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. whilst I'm sorting out my next, you know, yeah. job and the kids and everybody else. Um, yeah, just hit pause, take that slow, deep breath in, and see what's really needed in this exact minute. Start from there.
0: Yeah, so tell me, obviously we spoke before around health mm-hmm. retreats are a really mm. great way to hit reset, um, but they're not part of our day-to-day world. Mm. What are the, and I, I mean the irony of, often in expertise is that we can be telling people really good advice. We don't always take it ourselves. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for you personally, mm. what are the ways that you hit reset amongst the busyness of your world?
1: Um, look. And we have talked about this extensively. Mm. So it's fill your freezer. So for me, um, it's it's about getting the help that you need. Um, and for me personally, um, if I've got food there, healthy, beautiful, nourishing food that's already set, ready to go, um, then I'm able to get on with everything else that I need to get on with and I know I've taken care of myself. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's absolutely revolutionised my world as you know. <laughs> so uh, Carrie put me on to this amazing chef who comes into the house, stocks the fridge with this organic, beautifully cooked food. It's it's great and delicious and it just means and I don't have to take care of it. don't have to be, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I also know, and we've had this conversation where you've given that advice to other women mm. and they don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so what gets in the way of us, like, you know, mm. of actually doing that? Again, that that concern that I should be doing it all or yeah. I, don't, I don't even have
1: time to get someone else to do it do that I wonder I mean and in in this instance you know it's actually not a super expensive thing to do like Mm. people that I have told about and and shown are like oh wow that's I can actually do that I can actually really you know actually afford that um again I wonder if there's an element of shame of like what will people think like I know myself at, at first I was like oh goodness I can't I can't tell anybody that I'm like you know. And then it was like, no, 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 wait a minute. Hello, look at my freezer. I was posting it on Instagram. I was posting, you yeah. know, because it, it makes it okay. It, uh, it, it helps make it okay. Yeah, totally. Do you think women
0: are the harshest critics on each other?
1: Oh my God, it's extraordinary. <gasps> it's just that level of sisterhood is, is a place that we can draw so much strength and support from. Um, but And again, I know, you know, we we have spent many an evening talking about this. It's there's um, some, yeah, I wonder what's been handed down to us in the sense that there's a feeling like there's not enough to go for all of us. Like if you're doing really well, then there's not enough space, airtime, PR, wealth for me to also be doing really well. And that is absolutely so not true. Um, There's more than enough for all of us. So we can all have stacked freezers and we can all be doing as well as we would like to be doing. And that's a, you know, metric that is going to be different for everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. so scarcity kind of mindset. There's scarcity not and enough. shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, I think it's Liz Gilbert who says there's enough room on the dance floor. Let's all get yeah, up and dance. Yeah, and...
1: there is so much room on this dance floor. Mm. Yeah. So we've also spoken about women actually
0: being seen, putting mm. a voice around what matters to them. Um, and I think stepping more and more into the conversations around that. Mm. What have you had to do to... Be seen.
1: Oh, look, and this is an ongoing, a deeply ongoing process for me is um, showing up and speaking what is my truth, um, whether it's within my work, whether it's within how I want to be seen, whether it's it's putting up your hand and saying this is my piece of the pie and um, that that risk, or that sense that there's a risk that you're going to be shot down, or not seen, or that you're not going to be good enough, or any of those enoughs, um, and just to continue to speak your song, sing your song, um, speak your truth, whatever that looks like, um, it can feel really, really scary because you 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 don't know what that's going to mm-hmm. look like. What if what if you do and you get pushback,
0: maybe even sometimes <gasps> from the closest people yeah. who you thought might be your biggest supporters?
1: Yeah. Oh, that is uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <So I'm> throwing <laughs> oh, girlfriend. you girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, that is juicy and delicious because that is that is the edge for me that has involved the most growth over the yeah. last couple of years. Where you really, really stand up, where I have really stood up and said you know what, these are the new um, goalposts in my life. This is how I want to feel when I show up in my day. This is what's important to me in my life, and my week. These are the things over here, whether it's partnerships, whether it's work, whether it's my health. These are the areas that I really want to grow um, and and not everybody is going to be okay with that. And this is uh, the, the very, very first thing that I will send out to all of my um, coaching clients, whatever kind of um, work I'm doing with them, the first thing that I send them out is this beautiful worksheet that says not everybody that you think is going to be on your team is going to be on your team. And that's not to um, create fear but it's to create a sense that as you move into and expand and take up more of the space that's rightfully yours, Um People can take things uh, personally that it's not really personal. Yeah. Yeah. Does Does that
0: answer your? Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> can, yeah, I'm, I'm more just going. Yeah. 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 Like so. Again, I mean, our natural response is want to go. We'll go tell them to get stuffed. Mm, but mm, these mm. often can be people, either that they're our family, right, and yeah. they, they're always going to be part of our world, or we still love them, but, mm. but maybe yeah, I don't know. How have you dealt with that? Is it just that there's particular conversations that. Uh, no-go zone?
1: Um, I guess it's helpful to be really clear on what your metric for success is. So are you okay with some people thinking that that's not cool? Um, And that requires you to be really, really anchored down into yourself and your own truth. It's not about shutting out other people. It's not about making them wrong. It's just about going, you know what, I'm going to wear this crazy orange T-shirt and not everybody's going to like it today, you know? Yeah. Um, and within family networks where obviously these people are part of your life, it is about learning to have difficult, you know, as, as you would say, Ali, it's yeah. about learning how to have tough, tough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and creating that language with the people that you care about where you don't have to always be on the same page, but you can honour each other.
0: Yeah and you're the one that has to say, no, this is what's important. Yeah. And I think we often wait for someone else
1: yeah. to come
0: and do that. So the other piece of that puzzle is is learning to say no. Mm. And particularly if that's been really different for us, if we've been the person who's always said yes, whether mm. it's been, you know, to bring a cake to the local fate, if they even, I don't know, do people still even have fates? <laughs> so I feel like it might be a little bit outdated. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, you know, just saying yes to looking after the neighbour's dog yeah. or whatever it is. If we've been the person who's always said yes and we're now saying no like Mm. I'm now going to square away that time for something else
1: and that is a conversation I have a lot with 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 clients so how does that go down um it looks like me being really cheeky and saying so let's just practice saying no as a complete sentence and like literally standing Mm. on your own in the (laughs) bathroom feeling like a complete freak Flying that freak flag and just literally practising the word no and Mm -hmm. feeling what that feels like because we want to go, no, but I can do it next week or no because and you then rattle off 10,000 lists of why no Mm. or no because or no and all of those sorts of things. But just to literally say no. Full stop. Full stop. And giving the other person time and space to then go, oh, okay, cool. Because often, often people will actually be okay because it's up to us to um, train other people to um, treat us how we would like to be treated.
0: Yeah. You know, right. a, and yeah. I
1: mean that in the most heartfelt way. We're not training people in the sense that the word train often comes no. from us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's a banana for doing that monkey no, exactly, saying. exactly.
1: Like, yeah. Um, no, but it. we show other people by the kind of care we give ourselves, the kind of care we 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 would like from others. Um, so yeah, just practicing with that no. I and love that that no is
0: a complete sentence because yeah. so often and I've done it yeah. myself, like you know, yeah. I think we do no, but I have to have a you know phenomenal good reason. And sometimes we throw in some reasons that maybe are a little bit skewed, maybe not even true. <laughs> but it just makes yeah. us trying to feel kind of justified yeah. and okay. Yeah. Whereas it's just we, we're allowed
1: to say No. Yeah. And then if we do suddenly have time or something clears or we think about it and you know, you know what, that's really important. And I really want to be there for that person today. You get to pick up the phone and go, you know what, hun? I've actually got that day free or that hour free, or I can't do it on Tuesday, but I'd really like to do it next week. Can we do it then? You know? Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: So you set the boundaries when I'm really, really present and I'm really here rather than through that high-pitched, yeah, sure, and resentment. And you're thinking, right,
1: okay, so I'm actually doing four things at once. None of those things are actually being given the time and attention that I would like and I'm feeling tired and I'm pretty much hating on everybody <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> you, that, that you don't want moment. to come in a five
0: metre radius. No.
1: <laughs> I am. So what's the impact? Because I know
0: you've done so much uh, research of Chinese medicine. Mm. What's the impact of that scenario where we're saying yes to all the wrong things, where yeah. we're feeling tightly wound and no space for us and losing sight of ourselves? What's the impact of that internally?
1: So I talk a lot about kidney chi, kidney energy, um, what that usually translates to in a more Western Um, Headspace is that fight-or-flight kidney, you know, um, rush that we get when we are just pumping. Um, And that that is great if we literally have to flee a big scary bear that has entered our lounge room perhaps you have bears in your lounge room, <laughs> um, it's, it's helpful to have that burst of kidney energy to flee that big scary thing. Um, when we run on that kind of fuel day in, day out, we really, really tax that kidney energy and, um, and that then can show up in a long-term sense in a whole raft of different health issues, whether it's from everything from lower back pain to um, sleep issues to issues with pretty much every possible um, cycle that we have in our lives. Um, it really, really affects our um gut function as well. Because if you can imagine, you know, when we have to flee that big scary bear, we are not thinking, gee, I need to stop for a toasted ham and cheese toasted sandwich. You know, we are, all of those different functions get switched off, um which isn't very helpful in a very long-term sense.
0: Not if that's how we're operating all the time. No. And then, you know, as a lifestyle kind of approach, what we end up doing in it is we throw mm. caffeine on it to we keep throw... us going and then we throw a bucket of wine on it at the end of the yeah. night and fall into bed. <laughs> I wonder why we feel shattered at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I talk a lot from the Eastern point of view about that partnership between the heart um, and the, um, yeah, fire element which, you know, quite um, in and of its own um, action will, you know, fire's warm, right? It, it just keeps, like if, if we're able to feed that fire in a really healthy way, it just keeps us warm and toasty, keeps us feeling um, lit up, um, you know totally happy and thriving right um, when that fire gets out of hand if if that that kidney energy so if you can imagine the kidney element is is anchoring that fire element to so it's just the right uh, kind of heat when we chew up that kidney fuel tank um, and it's not able to anchor that fire element um, we lose our happy spark for life we start to feel anxious we start to feel tired um we aren't able to make those healthy choices from the right place that we were talking about before we're saying yes when we should be saying no we're saying no when we should actually have the fire within us to say yes to the new big things that are lighting us up Mm. so so if we have
0: gone down the path of going, okay, I can, I can see that for myself, <laughs> I've, I've taken the deep breaths, I have maybe even gone and stopped the freezer, mm-hmm. uh, I now want to get back into re- reconnecting with, with who I am mm. and, and some of those self-care rituals or yeah. routines what are some, what are three that you either do yourself or you recommend for the women that you connect with?
1: Um, as you know, I love a bath. Yeah, I <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and look, whether or not you're really after a bath or not, but it's about taking that 25 minutes where you stop and you do not take your phone into the bath. I don't care if you can. You don't. Mm. Um, uh, taking that sort of, you know, and again, it really can just be that 15, 20 minutes. Um, having a bath is a beautiful, beautiful um, way to just switch off, focus on yourself. Um, walking in some way or another, you know, on the beach, on a hiking trail, literally walking around the you know, office block, if that's all that's 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 open to you, taking that 20 minutes, having some lunch, walking around the block. Um, Legs up the wall, if, <laughs> if, if if we're talking about that um, kidney fuel tank, literally lying. And, you know, I have literally advised people to do this in their offices at lunchtime. So if you, you know... <laughs> Peer out your <laughs> You know who's working know. with Perry when you see people if, lying down. If, if you can see people's feet instead of their faces, <laughs> that's because your friend has just taken five minutes to lie down and put their feet up a wall, which really helps to switch off that fight or flight mode. Um, and, yeah, a third one. Ali, what have I... I mean, other than the bath, what have I gone on and on and on about? So the other one for me, so we've
0: done stuff together and I think you've been such a saving grace in so many
1: (laughs) things. So definitely
0: the bath. And I actually had a pre-breakfast bath. It's just like revolutionised my world It's actually to wake up and go and have a bath. wow, amazing. But the other one for me probably ties into (laughs) that is that morning routine that you kind of talk about. So what are some of the things that maybe you personally do in the morning to kickstart your day?
1: Personally, it always starts with either yoga or a beach walk and that's a whole hour, often that's a whole two hours. And I do understand that women with children, you know, that's not necessarily an option mm. to have that big, big, big chunk of time. It hasn't always been that way for me either. Um, but literally, before your feet hit the floor, before you sit up in bed to just take five, even just two slow, deep um, breaths, set your aim or... Um, Aim for the um, a day. It could be a word. It could be a feeling. Before you switch on that phone, before you look at anything other than your children's beautiful eyes. It could be an inch from your nose.
0: <laughs> as they're <laughs> prying your eyes open. As they are
1: literally pulling <laughs> open your eyelids. Um, the other thing is um, to do some really slow, deep chi uh, qi, gong work. So I know we've we've talked about this as well, Al. Uh, so it's you know being able to stand hopefully looking out onto a tree or a park or a view or a, um, yeah bright blue sky somewhere hopefully and drawing up the energy from the earth quite literally just picture it it might sound totally woo but just drawing up the energy from the earth whatever that might look like to you so if you can imagine you know bringing fuel or chi or um, light whatever works for you bringing that up through the front line and then bringing your hands all the way up, up over your head and then drawing down the um, chi from the heavens. So, we're, you know, that's that's a really beautiful um, practice that just brings you out of yourself, puts you in, um, from an Eastern point of view, puts you as the human that is being held by the earth and the um, heavens.
0: Yeah, and puts you back here. I think it's so grounding, right? And we're often thinking about the twenty other things and twenty other places that we are.
1: Yeah, we're launched, you know, straight into the end of the day, and we haven't even sat up in bed.
0: Yeah, so they—they these are such great ideas, and I'm sure there's plenty of people going, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I need to." I kind of knew that and I need to take a breath and I need to kind of step into that sort of stuff. But life also happens yeah. and uh, we can have some really great ideas and, and there can be times when actually we're, we're dealing with some pretty major setbacks yep. and failures. Yep. Have you ever faced any setbacks and failures? Oh,
1: my goodness, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, in, oh, goodness. I mean, in 2010, I was literally signing divorce papers and planning a um, funeral at the same time. Wow. At the same time. And so, you know, when I then went on to create the treatment that we've talked about and I started to see... Um, and whose funeral was it? And it was who's... my auntie. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she was my absolute Please. soul soulmate, my absolute soulmate. Right. So it was this really really, really extraordinary and in hindsight, you know, when life cracks you open to really show you the path forward. So I can't remember who I read recently that said a lot of these, um, these situations and experiences are a doorway into your new life, you know. And so whilst it's happening, you you really don't want anybody to say that. Otherwise, you're just going to punch them. You're
0: totally going <laughs> to punch them because like surely there's an easier doorway we yeah, can get through yeah. people. Can
1: we, can we pick a different door? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, because the decision to get to divorce, mm, that must mm, have mm. been incredibly hard. Huge, huge. It's not something, it's not something anybody I don't think just toddles into oh, happily. Yeah. Well, yeah without any care anyway, certainly. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not without a huge amount of understanding about what that crisis point can look like that I offer these tools and tips. It's not just tralala happy Wu town,
0: you know, yeah. it,
1: it's about, you know, knowing that in that depths of your um, darkest moments there are places that you can draw strength from and there are times when you absolutely need to call out and get help on board um, and um, there's absolutely no other way to do it. Yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. you know to to do it well and to really be able to use that experience i mean you know um, to yeah on the, in 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 hindsight, to be able to use that experience as that beautiful doorway into your new life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you say, when you're in the yeah. in the middle of it, when, it's face down, when like ugly crying. Yeah, like
1: when you're in it, you're you're in it, yeah. and there's just one foot in front of the other.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hence, where you know, I think it is those moments of going, okay, what matters? What can I do?
1: In, this in the sixa- next half an hour. In the next half an hour we need yeah. to make the f- sure, that you know, there's food, we need to make sure the kids are safe, we need to make sure that the rent's paid, yeah, um, yeah and, and,
0: and that I can go to sleep now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that permission
1: that this is actually part of life. And this is part of a real life. This is part of a real heart-led life yeah. where you are all in. Yeah. And that when stuff... Um, ends or passes on or you know shit goes down it's it's um it's not uh, that it wasn't good enough or that you weren't good enough or that you've actually failed in any way shape or form this is actually part of life and part of showing up and part of being seen and all of that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's the evidence yeah. that I am. Yeah, that I've been Proof courageous. Of yeah,
1: <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, but the messy middle of yeah, it all. Yeah,
1: the messy, messy middle of it all, and we don't see too many messy middles or it's you know, it's messy, right? We
0: don't talk about <laughs> it. Like we yeah, again, we get the um the tainted well not even the tainted, but the really nice version afterwards to go, Yeah, yeah, I went through that and then but now life is great. <gasps> but now life is great. We skip over it really, really quickly mm. but then creating space to have the conversation to go, I'm sitting
1: in the messy middle. Yeah. And it's really okay. Yeah. And I don't have to be able to go, tra la la, this is a doorway into my new life. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's okay we to aren't resist there it. Yet. Yeah. We aren't there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But get
0: those people around you. Mm. How important it is, is it for, um, for you personally to have those people around you who are kind of in your corner?
1: Oh, it's essential. It's oh, and look, that's that's such a hard question because it is essential, but then, of course, you know, as a human being, um, it's super important to be able to anchor down into yourself as well, you know what I mean? So I don't know. That's a really fascinating. That's a really beautiful question. I think actually more than we realise, there are more people on our team waving mm-hmm. our flags than we actually technically know. That we you know, like yeah. I, I think yeah, I think when we we've, lift our head up. Yeah, when when we actually look up, there are um there are yeah, more people actually going, you know what? That was really cool. Wow, that was really, you know, a brave. Yeah. Um, but to have even just one or two people, and I think it's almost important for it to only be one or two people that you can literally ugly cry with is just priceless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to them. Yeah. Hold tightly. on to them.
1: And and keep those real, yeah, keep those real um, friendships open, you know. Yeah. 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 And we could keep these <laughs> conversations going. And no, I you know you and I will. We we'll, will. <laughs> yeah, It's like, okay, off on a complete yeah, tangent. No,
0: love it. But uh, as you know, the, mm. the name of this podcast series mm. is called Standout Life. Yes. So if I would offer that term up to you, what do you mm. believe it means to live mm. a standout life?
1: Um, to really bravely get in touch with what's important to you. And to shine your big, bold, bright light—and I say this to myself—to shine my big, bold, bright light on those things that really matter to me—and to um, uh, you know, sing that song louder. Amen.
0: (laughs) Thank you, darling. Kerry's been just delightful hanging out with you.